720 WGN high atop Chicago in the Skyline studio. And on the line with us now is a guy who has been part of one of the biggest and most iconic brands in the spirit world since before he was even born from learning firsthand from his grandfather, the late master distiller Frank Frog Bobo, to being a tour guide in the summers from school and being part of every single process for Jack Daniels for the years leading up to now as master distiller and uh, director of quality for Jack Daniels, the one and only Chris Fletcher. Welcome to WGN. Hey, thanks so much. Oh, it's it's great to have you on. These are exciting times, but you've had a life leading up to this. Before we get into all the spirit stuff, I got to ask you: as a, as a native of Lynchburg, I have been there. Of course, the family connections and everything around there. This almost seems like this job you here now. It was destiny. Was there you know ever times growing up where you you know you wanted to be an airline pilot or a dentist or, or anything different? No, not really. Um, you know, growing up here in Lynchburg, you don't really. Uh, think about the distillery. I mean, most people work there. I mean, that, you know, Lynchburg, we're in the second smallest county in the state of Tennessee. And so, you know, many people have family members that work at the distillery. You know, I was, I was, uh, no different with my grandfather being the distiller. And, you know, he retired when I was, was about eight years old. So, you know, even at that time, I didn't know what, what he was really. Certainly didn't know what, uh, you know, the Jack Daniels brand was you know, how popular it is. So um, there was never any kind of notion that to be a distiller. I just I kind of found my, my way through college studying chemistry and, and was unsure what I wanted to do. And it just kind of one thing led to another. I got lucky and, and got my first job with the company right out of college. And so, yeah, so here I am. <laughs> I mean, it couldn't be it couldn't be a better fit because you know it's tough when you have somebody and, and I read somewhere there's you've got fresh ideas and a fresh perspective, but also I think that legacy and it's built in, kind of baked into your DNA. You know what it is and what it means and the tradition and the history for it as well. And so and there is so much tradition. You know, working with in and around master distillers and Jeff Arnett for years and and all those before him. How how do you do that? How do you and this is kind of an interesting question. I think that a lot of the listeners have as well. How do you come in with a fresh perspective while still maintaining all that? You know, it's not broke. Don't fix it. Don't mess with it. How do you do that? Yeah. Well, I think um, number one, I've got a lot of help. We've got a lot of great uh, whiskey makers here on our team. I'm just, I'm just wanting to get to, to speak with you today. So, you know, we we've really got some of the best whiskey makers in the industry because of our. Our capabilities that, you know, we control every part of the process. We, we make all of our own barrels. You know, we've got, you know, great men and women, you know, raising barrels by hand every single day for us to fill our whiskey in, you know, all the way back through the process of, of, you know, mashing and fermenting. Um, our, our levels of quality, um, and, and tradition, uh, go back over 150 years. And so, you know, the thing that, that I take the most pride in is being able to, to look people in the eye and tell them we make whiskey the same way my grandfather made it when he started here in the 1950s. And, uh, you know, we're not going to change that a bit. Certainly, certainly not when you think of, you know, the classic old number seven. And however, you know, you look at the, the popularity of American whiskeys now and people wanting to try new and different things, it, it gives us the opportunity to innovate. And so on the other hand, you know, that capability that I was speaking of, you know, we, we're able to, to control things and change things and, and try, try new ideas with just the, the flip of a switch here. Um, you know, literally we have, we have folks in every step of the process that, that we can tweak. We don't, we don't have to, to call another distillery or call another barrel maker or, 
or anything like that. You know, we we when we have an idea, for instance, our new rye was uh, that we introduced a couple of years ago. You know, we had a plan, we executed, and now now we have a, a phenomenal rye whiskey out there on the market. Um, so that's just one example of um, you know being able to do things in a a really authentic way being able to do things in a way that we think that, that Jack would be proud if he were still here today, but also being able to provide, you know, our, our friends all over the world with, with great new offerings. Let the listeners know we're talking with Chris Fletcher. He's the, he's the newest master distiller for Jack Daniels, but there is nothing new about his association and familiarity with the brand. And even though you said growing up, you weren't really super, you know, aware or conscious of what it is and what it meant to the to the greater spirit world, or or even on the business side of things. But of course, you know, growing up and going to college and just kind of realizing who those either other players or competitors in the market. I think it's important to share with the listeners. Yeah, Lynchburg. It's it's this like self contained kind of magic place where all this stuff happens how unique when you look at the ways that some of these other brands people may be familiar with how they how they operate how they how they work how they are kind of spread out maybe even all over the world just how unique a situation you have there with jack it, it really is you know we're, we're a single source operation uh, so every bottle of jack daniels comes out of lynchburg tennessee wow. and, and like i said we're the second smallest county in the state and so I mean, we have one stoplight in our entire county. <laughs> uh, the county-wide population now is maybe 6,000 people. Within the city of, of Lynchburg, there's, there's probably about 600 people. So, as, as you can imagine, I mean, you know you've been here, but, uh, you know, we don't we don't have any uh, shopping malls. We don't have really any chain restaurants or super centers or anything like that that we're stopping at. Um there are no bars. Uh, also, we, you know, we're still technically a dry county, so there's no there's no spirit sales uh, other than our gift shop at the distillery. And so, you know, there's there's not a lot going on in, in Lynchburg, I guess you can tell. But we're really good at doing one thing, and you know, yeah. that's that's what makes Jack Daniels so special. I think is you know, people when they when they see the bottle of Jack Daniels, and you might not even be able to, to see the label if you're in a if you're in a dark restaurant or bar and you just see the outline of that square bottle, um, although it's often imitated, um, it, you know, people recognize that and, and and they know where it came from and they know who makes it and, and they know the quality and the consistency that goes into that. And, you know, that's what the families of Lynchburg take so much pride in as whiskey makers. Um, it's something that we've been doing over 150 years and, and uh, we, we really love, you know, being able to put a product out that people enjoy all over the world. We cover a lot of road trips and road trip destinations, family vacations. Of course, so much of that has been on hold during the pandemic. But you you really hit on it, though, Chris. Because, and there's so much about, you know, spirit making and, and just the industrial work that goes into that that doesn't lend itself to, I don't know, tourist attraction or beauty or anything like that. But for Jack Daniels, and you have been, you have the, the, uh, the unique street cred of having been a tour guide there as well. It is a beautiful place for people to make that pilgrimage and see because it isn't just okay there it is that's where it's made this is one of my favorite things and this is where they make it there's so much about it that's just i guess the word is is beautiful right from the gift shop to you know to the mountain to all of that stuff there's just um so much to kind of see and do even though it is a small place yeah it, it really is a beautiful place to put a distillery it's um you, you know sometimes i have to you know remind myself that, you know, Jack relocated the distillery there, uh, you know, back in the, in the late 1870s or early 1880s for the water source. So there's a, there's a, there's a really large cave 
that sits kind of tucked down in the corner uh, of the hollow amongst the hills there. Uh, and this cave continually floods with, with spring water. It, it, it runs at hundreds of gallons a minute, uh, plenty of water for us to make our whiskey. And so, you know, we, we benefit not only from that water source. I mean, the water doesn't have to be treated chemically or anything. We're, we're pumping it straight out from underground into holding tanks to make our whiskey. But yet also, you know, the, the surrounding area around that cave with the rolling hills and it's all green farmland and it just sits right outside the town of Lynchburg. It, it really, it really is a beautiful place to put a distillery. So I don't know if, if Jack had any uh, any any look into the future and, and any thought of anybody that would see us that would, would want to take a tour of a distillery. I guess at that time that would have been unheard of. But he knew he had to have that water coming out of that spring, and, and so we we benefit today from his decision. You mentioned the the hollow. You mentioned the, the setting too. It is a place where there is a pilgrimage for for the barbecue world. Right? It is the, it is the most iconic and respected barbecue competition in the world. Thirty plus years there, I have uh, had the honor of being able to to judge it a number of times, and hope to again once we get back to whatever kind of sense of normalcy. And and the brand is and it, and a bunch of different things. And we're going to talk about some of the other charitable and uh, kind of philanthropic things that happen as well. But from just a be more things to more people talk a little bit about the jack the distillers the master distillers everybody gets involved of course it's held right there in the hollow but talk a little bit about you know jack daniels some of the listeners may not know their great connection to the world of barbecue yeah you know it's something um 31 years old um well and of course this year we didn't make a difficult decision um to postpone and, and can't well cancel this year's barbecue um it's always um one of the saturdays in october and, and of course, you know, with the current conditions that we're all dealing with right now, you know, with safety always being our first priority, we made the decision to cancel uh, the 2020 barbecue. But but we do have um, our eyes set on 2021. It'll be that weekend of October the 9th, 2021, that we hope to welcome the barbecue community back to Lynchburg. And, and, and you know, really, when I say barbecue community, I, I mean, I think that's exactly the best way to describe it. These folks are so passionate about what they do. They they care so much about one another, eating, and, and not to mention that they're just so talented. I mean, it's amazing the, the food that comes out. I've been lucky, you know, the past several years I've been able to, to hang around the judges' uh, pavilion there, and it's just amazing the food that they bring in that they're able to cook, you know, on their smokers and cookers that they're bringing into town. And it's really just a beautiful time to be in Lynchburg, to be in Tennessee in general in October. You know, we get the really nice fall weather. Um, usually it's, it's nice and cool. The leaves are changing. And there's and we like to say there's smoke in the hollow that weekend. Uh, and yes. so we look forward to resuming that, that tradition in 2021. We are all looking forward to that. I think that will be sort of a, a testament to, to things getting back to the way that they should be for the Jack as the world's best barbecue teams converge right there with you. You mentioned the, the fall. It is Thanksgiving, and so we wanted to get, if there is a, is a tradition that you guys have, either either something that you at the distillery do, you as a family, people in Lynchburg, how do you guys, I know this is different for everybody, and so things are going to change, but typically, just so we can kind of get a kind of an insight into it how do you guys you know celebrate thanksgiving yeah you know pretty pretty traditionally nothing um too out of the ordinary i guess of course this year is a little unusual uh you know with the precautions that i know everybody is dealing with but you know one of one of the great things i'll just tell you a quick story my grandfather you know we we lost my granddad back in january this year but a few years ago a good friend of mine up in the northeast and in boston 
he, he had found a bottle of Jack Daniels that was, we could tell by the bottling date on uh, the bottle that it was around the, the mid to late 1960s. And so that, that just guaranteed that my grandfather was the distiller at that time. And, and so he, he sent me that bottle and he wrote me a really nice note that now, you know, I just have one condition on sending you this bottle. He said, do not put it up on a shelf and let it collect dust. You guys have to open it and enjoy it. And so this was about three years ago on Thanksgiving. And, and so my grandfather and I, my, my family, my parents and everybody, we all sat around and toasted my grandfather uh, that year with whiskey that he had made from the 1960s. And so, you know, this year we don't have my granddad for for the first time, but uh, we'll We'll still be able to raise him a toast, and we'll be thinking about him. And uh, but that was that was one of the most unique and special moments um, that that we had at Thanksgiving. Wow, Jack Daniels, of course, bringing people together for festivities, and obviously for uh, for families. And it's a great thing to share when you think about. And last thing we wanted to mention, this is something big that's happening, and and something I know a lot of servicemen and women in uniform around the country are thankful for is Operation Ride Home, where again Jack Daniels is bringing a different way, but bringing people together, bringing families together, and talk a little bit about this. We covered, we've covered it over the last couple of years. It is a unique program that you guys you don't get. I don't think anywhere near the credit for, and maybe that's by design. It's a little bit maybe under the radar, just doing some good things out there but it's important right because in the military and uh and especially this time of year trying to get those service members back home to their families as best they can to celebrate and this is something you guys have been doing for i think it's going on 10 years now it is yeah this is our 10th year of the program of operation ride home and it's something that you know that i certainly learned about with our involvement here at jack daniels and you know sometimes i find that people don't realize that a lot of our junior enlisted servicemen and women that, um, you know, they don't necessarily have the funds to get home for the holidays. And, and while they might be able to get back to their, their base, they may, they may still be hundreds of miles from their family. And so, you know, a lot of times, you know, they just don't have the budget to make that decision to go, to go home or, or maybe to, to get gifts for their children for the holidays or, or whatnot. And so Operation Ride Home has been there to really try to help and fill that gap over the last 10 years. And so we've actually assisted over 8,500 people get home for the holidays over the last 10 years. You can find out all the details of the organization at operationridehome.com. We've partnered with the uh, Armed Services YMCA um, over the last 10 years to help us identify these junior enlisted service members um, to get them the funds that they need, whether it be gift cards for travel or whether it be airline tickets um, to make sure that they're able to, to get home. And it's it's really an honor, to, to be quite honest, to be able to help. I mean, these are our heroes, you know, our servicemen and women that, that sacrifice 365 days a year. Uh, and so it is really such an honor to be able to help them during the holiday time every year. Do you think about all the sacrifices that they that they give personally, but also it's, it's important the entire family kind of serves along with them and to kind of help bring them together and support the family as well as the service member, I think is important as well. And $1.8 million so far has been raised through these efforts. So uh, kudos to you guys over at Jack Daniels. OperationRideHome.com. You can support it. You can make donations. There's a lot of different ways to get involved. We'll have links up at WGN 
radio.com. And, and last thing, I, I was curious, when you were growing up, was there any, because there are so many different expressions you know, out there, Jack Daniels, and you mentioned some of the things as far as the innovation. The, the rye is, is a little bit more on the traditional side, but Jack Daniels has been doing some fun things, too, with some of the different flavors and, and expressions that you guys have had. Was there anything, you know, when you were growing up, you're like, hey, here's what we got to do. Any kind of crazy plan you were thinking that we may see from Chris Fletcher? I don't want to say crazy. I mean, really cool and thoughtful uh, that we may see in the near future. Well, uh, you know, <laughs> no, when I was growing up, no, I really didn't give any consideration, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> um, you know, I, I really, well, I guess over the last six years as assistant master seller, you know, of course, working for Jeff Barnett, who, who's just such a great uh, friend and, and colleague to have, is when I really started, you know, sharpening my pencil, I guess, so to speak, around um, innovation. Because just really the American whiskey market has changed so much. I and mean, you look at things like flavored whiskeys that, yeah. um, you know, even, you know, 10, 15 years ago, you really didn't see much of that. And, and now they are absolutely driving so much of the growth we see in the category. And, and we're bringing people into the Jack Daniels brand and even, and even just into the American whiskey category um, through the flavor side. And so, uh, you know, some of the things that we're doing here, I, I can tell you, we're, we're looking to innovate all the way from the grain to the glass. We've, we've grown summer before last, we grew 30 acres of an old Tennessee heirloom corn, um, here on, on distillery grounds. Uh, we have a, we have an employee here. He and his father are also, also full-time farmers here in our county. And so they helped us out. We got some, we got some of this corn seed in and, and, Heck, we didn't know if, if the first plant would shoot up out of that ground uh, back in spring, um, but it was extremely successful, and, and we were able to get a good harvest on it back last year and, and made some barrels. And, and, and to be honest, you know, I don't know exactly what this is going to that spirit is going to end up being, <laughs> um, but just just to give you an example, I mean, we're, we're we're going to pretty extreme measures, you know, from from farm to table, so to speak, and looking at every single process, anything that we can do to create unique whiskeys and, and most importantly do it with the history of Jack Daniels of Lynchburg, Tennessee and our whiskey makers and doing things in the way that we think that that my grandfather would be proud, that hopefully Jack himself would be proud if he were still here. And so I, I couldn't be more excited to work with our team and for, for offering new whiskeys in the future. Right. These are great times to be doing what it is that you're doing and, uh, and a perfect uh, person in the, in the perfect place, not only bringing all of that tradition and history of Jack Daniels, but pushing the envelope in new and exciting ways that obviously you're excited about. And, and of course, all the fans of Jack Daniels, I think, are looking forward to as well. So I want to let you get back to your, uh, to your Thanksgiving, Chris. But thanks so much for everything that you guys are doing. Good luck with all the things you're going to be building into the brand look forward to seeing you at the jack next fall maybe even sooner you never know if uh, if everything works out and things open up and uh, and thanks for jumping on the show today uh thanks thanks so much for having me and, and yes I, I can't wait hopefully i can get back to chicago soon it's one of my favorite cities uh in the world no doubt about it got a lot of good friends up there too and um hopefully yes everything gets back to, to something more normal soon and, and until then i hope everybody stays healthy and safe and has a wonderful holiday